Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. In Joshua chapter 1, he gives us three things that we are to do to contribute to walking out the success that God has made available to us. Notice this, the success that is in us does not automatically dominate us. It has to be yielded to. It has to be responded to. How do we yield to and respond to the success that he, that he is in us? Number one, this book of the law. It matters how we treat this book. It matters how we honor this book. It's like no other thing we deal with in life. This book is, is set apart from every other thing of our life. Amen. This book has the, is the life of God. This book is the thoughts of God. This book is God's plan for humanity. Uh, nothing else contains what this book contains for our lives. And we need to treat the book and approach the book as the very words of God. His book is God speaking to us. We will never enjoy the success Jesus has made to be ours until we realize the word is God talking to me. It's him having a conversation with me, speaking to me, directing me. It's not just a book. It is my father's words to my life. This book of the law, notice this, shall not depart out of our mouth. How are we going to share in the success Jesus made ours is we take the words he speaks and we, we put them in our mouth and we speak them too. We are authorized. I said, we are authorized in every word of God is present. The power to fulfill that word in every word of God, his power resides in that word to fulfill it. What does that mean? Let me state it this way. In Genesis chapter one, we see at creation And the Amplified words it this way, that the Holy Spirit was hovering over the face of the deep. When the earth was without form and void, it says the Holy Spirit was hovering. What was the Holy Spirit doing? He was present. He was present to do what? To perform. To perform what God said. So he's waiting He's waiting. Do you know the Holy Ghost is present in you, but he's hovering over the situations of your life? He's hovering over the situations of your life, waiting. What? Waiting for what? Waiting to hear words of God that he can perform. He doesn't perform man's word. He only performs God's word. So when we put God's word in our mouth, he performs the words that come out of our mouth. He's not outperforming men's words. He's here to do, perform one thing, God's words. So he's hovering over the face of the earth. He's waiting to hear the word. And God said, the King James says it this way, let there be light. Or the original says, light be. When he says light be, there is power in that word to perform it. When he said light, light be. <laughs> Light was. 
Why? Because there's power in the word of God to perform what that word says. So when you say by his stripes, I'm healed, there is power in those words to perform your healing. When you say my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, there is power in those words to perform the supply. And the Holy Spirit is the one who performs it. You understand that? So when it says this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, how important it is that we understand that the word in our mouth is the word that will be performed. If we don't say it, it won't be performed. He's not, the Holy Spirit is not performing what we think up. He's performing what God says. And the closer our words are to what God says, the more performance the Holy Spirit will do in our lives. That's why he says, don't let these words ever depart or leave your mouth. Keep them in your mouth all the time because then you're allowing the Holy Spirit to perform all the time. For you. Amen. Hallelujah. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. Now, let me say this. If you were offered two phrases, one says, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. The other one says, I don't know where the money, where we're going to get the money. Both of those words will be performed, but not by the Holy Spirit. The words that are in line with what God says the Holy Spirit performs those. The words that are not in line, the devil will help perform those. So when there's two words offered you, decide what you want performed in your life. Do you want perform my God shall supply or I don't know where all the money's gonna come from? Because what we say is what is performed, but the Holy Spirit is not performing everything. He's only performing, he's only performing what agrees with what God said. That means the devil's performing the rest of it. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. Why? Because that is the book that's going to bless your life and arrive you at success. So when people say, I, I, I just keep failing. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to change the direction my life is going. Quit saying that because the Holy Spirit can't perform any of that. He's not performing failure. You talk failure, he can't participate. He wants to participate. He was sent to this earth to participate. You know what he was sent to this earth to participate with? Words. Words. That's why he was hovering over the face of the deep waiting for words waiting for words. So when we put the word of God in our mouth, we're giving him the words to perform that will arrive us at success. Don't let it depart. Don't, don't let it leave your mouth. Don't go back to, uh, don't go back to fearful words. Don't go back to worried words. Don't go back to words of anxiety. Don't go back to words of confusion. The Holy Spirit can't perform any of that. He can only, he's only here to work with God. 
and you say, well, I thought he was here to work with me. As long as you have God's word in your life and in your mouth, then he is working with you based on how much of God's word is in you. Amen. He's here to work with words. This book of law shall not depart out of your mouth. Then he tells us one way to keep that word always in our mouth, but you shall meditate, meditate, muttering it, speaking to our, speaking it to ourselves day and night, day and night. Why? Because when we meditate on it, it get, it becomes a living thing in us. We move it from the mental arena down to our spirits through meditating. We, the word becomes real to us through meditating on it. When we lay in bed or when we drive down the road in the car and we start muttering what God has already said to us. For this congregation, God said to us this year, it's a new day. Do you know, meditate on that. When you're driving down the road in your car, say, Father, it's a new day for me. I agree with that. You said it's a new day. I say it's a new day. I say that that which is in my life that needs that newness, that it comes. You see, that's called meditating. It's confessing, but it's also meditating. When you're meditating, you're confessing something. And also this, you're keeping the word in your mouth. Amen. So the first thing to arrive at success is make sure we have God's word in our mouth every day so that we're giving the Holy Spirit something to perform every day. Then make sure we're taking time to meditate on the word. This means no one can do your meditation for you. You, you might say, well, my spouse prays for the family. That's good and that's right, but your spouse can't meditate for you. Amen. We need to not only do our own praying, but we have to do our own meditation. Why? Because no one can do our speaking for us either. Amen. If we want to arrive at success, we have to do our own speaking. We have to do our own meditating. We have to dissect the word, put the word in our mouth, put it in our thoughts. To meditate on it means to move the word into our thoughts and move the word into our attention. Because it's not going to work to have the word in our mouth, but not have it in our thought life. Meditation puts the word not just in our mouth, but in our thoughts. Amen. Meditating on the word helps you to know what to do. Not under threat, but under blessing. God doesn't threaten us, but there is blessing connected to those who do what he says. Amen. Not only does meditation take the word and just take it from just being a mental thing, but it and drives it into your spirit. But meditation, uh, meditation enlarges your spirit. Why? So that the hand of faith can lay hold of more. The meditation uh, gives you largeness of thinking to where your thinking doesn't limit God. How do we arrive at the success God authored for us with limited thinking? See, that's what held, that's one of the things that held God's people out of the promised land is they thought like slaves, yet they possessed all. They had the, he, the health they needed because when they were delivered out of Egypt, not one feeble one was among them. They walked out with the wealth of Egypt They had everything they needed to establish themselves as a nation, except one thing, right thinking. 
They thought small. They thought like slaves. What did, what did they learn through all their years of slavery? They learned to complain against their masters. They learned to murmur. How do we know that that's what they did? Because that's what they did when they got in the wilderness. They kept murmuring. They kept complaining. What is it? They didn't change their thinking. Meditation on the word changes the thinking. It doesn't matter what you were raised in. The thoughts of that can be changed. You don't have to repeat the thoughts of your upbringing. And I'm talking about in terms of limitations. If anything in your upbringing limited you, you do not have to repeat that. The meditation of the word gives you a mental overhaul. And we need our minds overhauled. It's called renewing the minds. Amen. So to arrive at success, we have to meditate on the word. That is how we renew the mind. There is no success without a renewed mind. And meditate. Speaking the word and meditating on the word will arrive us at a renewed mind. Amen. Amen. Now I want to take a few moments and I want to talk about the third thing that Joshua chapter one, verse eight tells us. The first thing was what? To keep the word in our mouth. Why? Because that's what the Holy Spirit performs. The second thing is meditate on the word. Why? Because it will change our thinking and it will change what we allow our attention to be on. Then the third thing is that you may observe to do according to all that's written therein. It won't do any good to speak the word, to think the word, and then not have actions in line with the word. Too many times we're good at confessing the word, but not at fulfilling it through our actions. Confession of the word is no substitute for the doing of the word. The confession of the word is so that we will know what we should be doing. Faith is an act. It's not simply a confession. Now, don't misunderstand me. When we confess, we are acting in, in a measure. But our confession is to direct us in what we do in everyday life. Now, <clears throat> um, in your acting, follow the Holy Ghost. If you're believing and standing for something to come to pass in your life, the Holy Ghost will direct you in what and how to act, what to do. And he will direct you based on your level of faith, based on your measure of faith. Every one of us starts out with the same measure of faith once we're born again. But once we're born again, we can increase that measure or we can leave that measure uh, untouched. So we can, we can have a faith that's growing. So the Holy Spirit, he will tell us and direct us to act based on the measure of faith we're walking in. You understand that? That's why you don't want to decide how you're going to act. Look to the Holy Spirit because he'll direct you. Because now I, I've said to people and, you know, over the years of ministering, I've had people come to me and say, well, the doctor wants to do an operation, but I don't want an operation. I said, no, wait a minute. No one wants an operation. So you have to know, is you not wanting an operation just your, you're not wanting an operation or is it the Holy Spirit directing you not to have it? Because you can't go by just what you want. You need to go by what, how the spirit is directing you. And if you'll do what he says, you'll end up being blessed. Yes. 
Even if it's a direction or a route you wouldn't have wanted to take. If you'll still do what he says, your life will end up being blessed. Amen. Amen. So the Holy Spirit always looked to him how to act. Now, let me give you an example. Years ago in Rhema Bible Training Center, they had a minister that came and taught the students. And I heard testimony about this. Dad Hagen would tell us the testimony that a, a traveling minister came and was telling the students. And on one occasion, God told this traveling minister, sow his car to someone. So he did. And why? Because the spirit of God said to do that. Well, when he did that, within a day or two, somebody came up and gave him a brand new car. Well, see, when you're following the spirit, faith works. When you're following what you think, faith doesn't work. But when you follow the, the leading of the Holy Spirit, faith works. And so, <clears throat> so this man gave away his car, got a brand new car. All these students heard that. They want new cars. <laughs> so many of them decided, well, I'm going to do what he does and I'll get what he got. What they left out was the Spirit led him to act. That's how the Spirit led him to act. Amen. So they tried to, they took an action to try to force the hand of God to give them something. You can't force it, but you can have faith for it. But you try to force the hand of God and that means you don't have faith for it or you wouldn't be trying to force it. So many of these students started giving away their cars. And because the Holy Spirit didn't tell them to act and do in that direction, they ended up walking. And I'm talking like for a year, a year and a half, they're walking. They don't have a car. Now it's a hardship. Why? Anytime we act apart from the leading of the Spirit, it becomes a hardship. We always need to follow the Holy Ghost so that we don't end ourselves up in a hardship. Amen. So how will we know if the Holy Ghost is leading us? If we've got the word in our mouth and we're meditating on it, doing those first two steps, we'll be sensitive to how the Holy Spirit is leading us. You understand that? That's why acting isn't the first thing listed in, John Ch- in Joshua chapter right. one, verse That's eight. Good. That's the reason action is not talked about first. What's talked about first is saying the word of God, then meditating on the word and then actions because then your actions will work. Amen. 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 Now, God spoke to me uh, back in 2014, in February of 2014 and told me he was going to give me the home of Amy Simple McPherson. He told me that Once he told me that, I would go and I would sit in front of that house. Every time I was home, nearly every day I was home, I would sit in front of that house and look at it. And I would meditate and I would speak to it and I would rehearse what God said to me. That's called meditation, to rehearse it. And so I would say, I'd look at that house and say, you belong to me. All the money to, to buy you is coming. It's on its way to me. You're coming into my hands. What am I doing? I'm putting the word in my mouth. I am meditating on it. I'm doing the first two steps that God told Joshua in Joshua chapter one, verse eight. I'm doing those two steps. Once I did those two steps, then the spirit prompted me in January of 2015, put in an offer on the house. You understand it wasn't for sale. But I'm going to put in an offer on a house that's not for sale. But see, 
Why did it work? Because I did step one and two first before I acted. When the spirit of God told me that's my house, I didn't immediately act. I immediately started putting the word in my mouth. I immediately started meditating. And by putting the word in my mouth and meditating first, then my actions will work. You understand that? You do not act to get faith. You better know this and remember this. Acting on the word does not give you faith. Faith comes by hearing. You have to hear the word. You have to hear the word. You have to hear the word. Through putting it in your mouth and through meditating on it, you're hearing the word. You, that's how faith comes. Then once faith for something is full, then the spirit will direct you, act now. Buy that house. Start that business. Get that car, but only after you've done step one, step one and step two. There are people who say, this faith stuff doesn't work. Well, what they're doing is they're trying to act and get something without having made the word theirs. They just want the outcome of what faith can do without taking the steps that arrive you at success. There are steps of faith that arrive you at success. The word in your mouth meditating on the word, and then the actions. When God speaks a word to you through prophecy, then it's not, it's not going to come to pass automatically. Anything God says to us in his word, anything God says to us through prophecy will not come to pass automatically. It will only come to pass if we are full of what he said. How do we get full of what he said? We put it in our mouth, we meditate on it, and then when we're full, then the action of it happens. So God told me uh, after I had looked at that house, talked to that house, spoke to that house to come to me, then the Spirit of God said in January of 2015, make them an offer. And so, of course, then the middle of that year, that, that transaction was completed. I would have never had the Spirit direct me how to act if I hadn't have done the meditation, if I hadn't have put it in my mouth, if I hadn't have spoken it. There are times people say, well, I, this Spirit's not directing me on what to do. What that means is now you still have time to put the Word in your mouth and meditate. Once, you are, once you're full of what He said... By putting the word in your mouth and meditating on it, then he will direct you to act. If you have not yet received what directions to act on, then it's because he's still giving you time to meditate. He's still giving you time to speak the word. God told us the building that he has for us over here at the academy, right? God has told us that. You go, why haven't you bought it? It's not time to act. Not time. It's not time. And I know this. The time before he tells me to act, we have to do something. We have to speak it. We have to meditate on it. Because if we don't, we'll delay when he can tell us how to act. You can know something in your heart and say, I know God has a house for me. How come it's not coming to pass? He's waiting for you to get full of what he said. He's waiting for you to put it in your mouth and meditate on it. Because when when you're full of it, then you pull the trigger. Then you pull that trigger of acting, but don't pull it until you're full of it. Amen. Hallelujah. I remember years ago, 
uh, I was facing something medically and the doctors wanted to put me on a medication and I didn't want to go on a medication. And one day the spirit of God said to me, go on the medication (laughs) because see, I thought that that's disobeying God. But the spirit of God said, go on the medication. But while you're taking the medication, fill up, fill up with the healing word. And he said, when you get full of the healing word, I'll tell you when to come off. How easy is that? If God hasn't told us how to act in line with something we're believing for, it's, it's because he's still giving us time to fill up by putting the word in our mouth and by meditating on it. Always follow the Holy Ghost in how you act because that's when you'll arrive at success. Amen. So what are the three steps that God gave to Joshua? Number one, keep the word in your mouth. Number two, meditate on the word. Number three, then you act. Then you act. Amen. Hallelujah. The word always works. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.